Yo, what up, though? This is Esham, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. Yo, what up, though, man? This is Big Greg, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. This is Premier Pete, and you're rocking with the Connected Experience. Cheers. Oh, yeah, this is Jake Prince coming at you live and in living color, and you're rocking with the Connect Experience. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's comedian TK Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. And when I'm in Detroit, you already know what it is. I listen to the Connected Experience. You should, too. Connected. I'm SJ. I'm AJ. And we the Connected Experience. Hey, bro, what's the Connected Experience? The Connected Experience, man, is where we bring people together to connect that we fuck with. So basically, we started with one, two people who didn't know each other. Right, And right. that just didn't work out because people don't want to be around people they don't know, maybe. So, they don't know how to be. Yeah. yeah okay, I'm going to roll yeah. with that. They don't know how to be. So then what we did, we just started getting people that we thought was dope that we can introduce to our audience and then they can introduce us to their audience and whatever they do by audience, you know. Whatever they're doing. Right. Motivational speaker, you might be the best at what you do on your job. You still got an audience. So we figured if we can introduce you to our audience and vice versa, then more people will know about what you do, more people know about what we do, and then you'll be connected. So basically, it's a lifestyle, a lifestyle, Good our lifestyle, lifestyle, all of that, all of yeah. that. So what you been up to, bro? Man, reading, definitely been enriching myself, you know what I'm saying? I've been doing more reading than anything. Uh, I'm just committed to reading a bunch of books right now at this point in my life. But Reading you know, and comprehending? Yeah, comprehending more than reading. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah, yeah. So that's what I was actually about to say when it comes to the book. Sometimes I don't even finish a book per se, but if I felt like I got what I was supposed to get out of the book, then I'm done with it at that time. And then I just go back to it if I feel like I need more. That's kind of an orthodox style of reading, but that's what I prefer to do. So what you got a book you? pick? No, I don't. Uh, what about you? Oh, I do. Uh, the Strangest Secret. I can't remember the uh, author of it, but The Strangest Secret is very, uh, it might be 45 pages, but it's really deep and uh you to comprehend that 45 pages or whatever it is it might be 45 might be 56 but once you figure out what the stranger secret is then you will understand like how the power of the mind is really not a joke and you are you in a position no matter good or bad because of something you thought about and those thoughts actually became your actions even if it was the smallest thought in your mind right 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 you thought about exactly where you are at you this point that at the in the is that one of the joints that i just grabbed yeah well I, you ordered it for me but yeah that matter because yeah, when you say yeah, shit yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, you feel yeah. what I'm saying for well, your purpose. The Stranger Secret. That's a book. I'm. A, I'm. A, uh, I just order my own and yeah. grab it for myself. Yeah, because I did like wild highlighting and shit. So yeah, you know I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So shit. Uh, I ain't been up to nothing, man. Uh, I ain't got a book or a word, but I do got a podcast, man. That got? mogul, man. Uh, the, the episode about Combat Jack. That was pretty dope. How did you like that? I, I didn't even finish it because, like I said, I had been reading. I really haven't been listening to anything. Because I want to dedicate the time that I would usually listen to something to time to read. read. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So I'm just in like an educational phase right now. But I did tell you, just like I told everybody else, that the next new mogul updated would be about Combat, Combat Jack. Jack. You did say was. that. Rest in peace, Combat. We fucks with you. You know what I'm saying? We got to be in the same room before. I guess yeah. that's a big thing now that we podcasting. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it is. So what we got going on today, bro? Hey, man, we got one of our longtime homies, man, Street Alliance affiliate. It's not even an affiliate. This is Street yeah, Alliance. Yeah. <laughs> and, we, you know, it was us, Hollow, and then it was our man, D-Gun, man. What's going on, D-Gun? Hey, man, I'm here. Good to see y'all, brother. 
it's good, good to see you, man. I'm yeah. glad to be here, man. Yeah, it's my sure. time. Yeah. Know? And then D-Gun got his partner with him, D-Win, and we gonna get into what he got going on, man. But the reason we got D-Gun in the house, man, is A, that we really friends and he really fuck with the show, but more importantly, he fuck with us, like, in yeah. real life. All day. And All then day. Uh, his his views, man, like, on Facebook, like, uh, my man's be going, he be going in, but he be telling the truth. And people don't like, you know, people think that the truth is what they think. But when you somebody break it down for you and he he hits you with all facts, it don't be nothing yeah, emotional facts. based or none of that. So I say, D-Gun, man, we got to get you up here, man, to talk about what's going on, man, in, in the current state of everything. We talk, he'll talk about rapping, then he'll post something and talk about relationships. Whatever it be, he just be hitting you with all facts. Yeah. And mother, hey, motherfuckers be heated, man. <laughs> oh, oh, I get people in their feelings, yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? People I'm like, are these shit. people really his friends? <laughs> <laughs> like, cause if you know him, you know what it is. But let's talk about D Gun as a person, man. Where you come up from? Where you gra- I mean, where, where you um, grow up at? I'm Westside Detroit, uh, between uh, Sukul Crab, Grand River. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, Grandmont area, right yeah. next to Rosedale Park. Yeah. Shit, uh, came up, went to mostly religious schools. Oh, yeah. straight up. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? From uh, from like fifth grade to eighth grade, I was in religious schools for the most part. Then from that point, I went to uh, a high school called De- Detroit Country Day. Oh, yeah. you went to Country Day? Hold yeah. on, we gonna get into that. Oh, okay. But let's talk yeah. about these early religious schools. What what made your uh, what made your parents put you on religious schools? They saw the trend, the way the public schools was going. Yeah. Like you know how people say, "Oh, shit is is bad now as it's ever been." Yeah, they saw that shit back then, and yeah. they figured that the best opportunity for me to stay on the straight and narrow was to you know, go, to go religious, that, yeah. that 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 route as opposed to you know. And then back then, I know I, I know y'all done heard of schoolcraft and all that type yeah, of shit before. Yeah. When we was coming up, schoolcraft was deep. Yeah, and, you yeah. know, and it was like that was our neighborhood and shit. And a, lot, yeah. and a few of my home, you know, yeah, we schoolcraft out. You know what I'm saying? We yeah, from the same neighborhood. You know, me and D Gun, we from the same neighborhood. We grew up together. You know, yeah, he a little bit younger than I was, but we was like the youngest cats in the hood. You know, yeah. right, right. And uh, you know, out of all our homies, you know, what I'm saying so. Um, you know, we we grew up just hooping. You know, he he you know, he was a you know, a high school you know, basketball player. You know, basically a, you know, he was a star, ba- kind of basically. You know, what I'm saying he was star. Yeah, that was a, pretty good. You know, yeah, it was you pretty know? good. So, how did you think that uh, going to school, going to the religious schools, shaped you as? As why you were growing up in the neighborhood, because schoolcraft was serious at a certain. Well, they still serious now, but like at a certain point, you part of the, the the generation that made it what it is like for people to respect it and all that. So going to religious schools and then still going home to the neighborhood on a regular basis, like how did that affect you and shape you? Uh, it was I was indoctrinated, you yeah. know, just like everybody else. Yeah, you know, at that younger age, you can't fully comprehend. What's what, going on? What religion is, and you know, and they get you with fear. So you know, I spent most of my childhood in fear of going to hell. Yeah, you right, know what I'm right, saying. Right, and to me, that's right. bullshit. Exactly. And it yeah. wasn't until I was damn near, damn near twenty before I got out of that. You yeah, know, so right, right. That, that's the way it shaped my worldview. You know, as a as a child coming up, yeah. and uh, other than that, it was everything else was normal. Like you know, it was just out. All my homies was in the hood, on the block, but. I just got right. well, it was what we school, perceived you know to be normal. Saying? It was what we perceived oh, yeah. to be normal because, like, now that we grown, we realize like all of this shit that's going on in our neighborhoods and all of that. That shit is not it's normal. There's no yeah. way that that we should be looking at like a 14 year old homeboy getting killed. Like, oh, well, that's just what happened in the hood. Like, that is not supposed to be what's happening. Like, these these shits are actually 
war war zones. They 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 just the same as what's going on in Iraq. It's just the Bosnia. same in Bosnia. This is where we live at. We live in war zones, and we we taught to think that that's normal. So let's talk about basketball. He said you was a high school star, like so. I knew that. I knew that you played at Country Day, but like, let's talk about your high school journey because back then, like going to Country Day and not going to a PSL school, that was a big deal. Like a lot of a lot of people in the city probably looked at it as like oh look yeah they look yeah, yeah they it was looked a at betrayal. it because yeah. you know my neighborhood I was either supposed to go to Rufford yeah. right. or, or or Cooley you know what I'm saying right. yeah. mm-hmm. all my dogs play for Rufford and Cooley yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? so it's like right. I'm in the hood now these dudes these dudes who done know me growing up right right everything everything smooth yeah I go to country day now all of a sudden I'm in the same hood in the same backyards on the same playgrounds now right. I'm a sellout yeah. right. you know what I'm saying <laughs> as Fuck if you actually up. Made that decision for yourself. Yeah, it in a wasn't sense me. Of, yeah, yeah <laughs> right. It wasn't like, me. It was another thing where I had the opportunity. You know, they was recruiting me. Yeah, it was a decent situation at the time. You know right. what I'm saying? Because you know, I got there my freshman year. I was on varsity with Chris Weber. Yeah. And, oh yeah? Um, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We won state championship. Yeah. I was like the number two freshman in the state after Willie Mitchell. Yeah. Um, so it was, I got a lot of exposure that way. You know, but yeah. like I said, it was one of those things too where my parents, my grandparents, see for one. My grandparents was a bit overprotective yeah. because of what happened with my parents. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Can we get into that? Well, yeah. You know, when I was about three or four years old, my father killed my mom and then killed himself. You know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, so your grandparents my raised My grandparents you. raised me. Now, so what, uh, what side? Like, whose parents raised my you? My mother's parents. Okay, okay. Yeah, so they, they wanted to keep me away from any and all possible bullshit. Right, because you, know? you was their baby. This, this was, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, they, you know, it was a fucked up situation for right. everybody involved. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. And so... They felt like country. They was giving me a scholarship to go there. They wanted me there, so yeah, that's go why there. I wound up yeah. going. You know, I, I can't mean, be mad at them for that. How you can know? you? You won the state championship. You mm-hmm. still excelled at basketball. So, what so, was it like at Country Day at this time? At at, at this point. Because country day now, a lot of black kids go there. You know what I'm saying. But as it, 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 it had to grow into that. So where was the racial tension at in country day while you were there? It was, it was, we was about that third phase of Negroes coming in. Like they started with maybe like three, four in the seventies and then in the eighties, they had 12. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. By the time I got there, I think we had like 26 black people out of 500. That's crazy. crazy. And out of the 26, uh, probably what, 25 were athletes? Uh, about 20. 20. Okay. Yeah, so, about yeah. 20. So that's mainly scholarships. So what people, because uh, this is worldwide, when we say Country Day, Country Day is like a prestigious uh, private school. So that's why when he said he went got a scholarship, that's how you get a scholarship to high school because this is a yeah. prestigious private school. Country Day probably turned out uh, some of the people who run in Fortune 500 companies now. Like, they probably somewhere on them boards and stuff, just so people get an understanding when we say Country Weber Day. Went, who all, uh, uh, Chris Weber went there. Uh, our cousin Alex Legion went there. Uh, oh, that's y'all cousin? That's my first oh, cousin. First dude, cousin. Yeah. dude, one of the best natural basketball players I've ever seen. <laughs> that's what everybody, everybody who play that. basketball tell everybody us that. I was amazed when I saw him play. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's yeah. straight to the league. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, momager. Yeah. But, momager. But, Country Day, fuck, fuck your boy over. Yeah, and he left. Oh yeah, Shane Battier went to Country Day too. Yeah. He was Mr. Basketball. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Shane Battier was. Mr. But yeah, Basketball. yeah, Country Day fucked him over and wanted to break them records. Him you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. That, that, yeah. But he ended up going to. Um, 
Oak Hill. Oak Hill. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he won a championship at Oak Hill. I think he's still playing overseas. You know what I'm saying? He 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 way younger than us. So we used to go to his games, thirty deep, standing up, letting niggas know. You know what I'm saying? They knew he was his. Oh, yeah. hey, his listen, his father has the purest jumper that I've ever seen. He could he well he can't not because of course he way older. He used to could easily shoot the length of the basketball court and hit it eight out of ten times. Yeah, oh, my, yeah. my, my uncle Rodney, Rodney he yeah. used to could shoot the length of the basketball oh, court so and that's hit your it. Genetic. Oh oh his, <laughs> Alex, no, no, Alex mom, got a brother. Oh, his listen, mom his won mom basketball championships overseas. Won basketball championships oh, overseas. Okay, yeah, and so yeah. yeah he's natural but he got a brother Rodney Legion. Rodney the oldest. Rodney went to uh Rogers oh, Academy and they won two championships in a row and he was like a factor. The only thing about about Rodney is Rodney can't dribble. You feel what I'm saying? But he raw talent, like a dunk on you, push, push you down, yeah. shit like that. But he yeah. don't try to develop the shit. No, because that's what we was telling him. Like, cuz if you it's even want to go to NBA. college, yeah. you got to learn how to dribble because this niggas who six eights who point guards. He was yeah. used to playing like uh, all his life. He had been the tallest until he got to high grade. school. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, when he got to high school at Rogers Academy, it was a nigga seven two who was supposed to be the center. He set that nigga down, and he was the center, and he damn near foot shorter, but he just did not develop. And uh, that nigga jumped over two people here at the Gus Macker to win the dunk contest before. Like, this nigga had it, but he just couldn't dribble. You remember Alex was supposed to go to Michigan, and they was about to do the O'Bannon thing. They had... Uh was giving Alex the scholarship and then Rodney was go walk on. <laughs> they, they were about to do the O'Bannon thing. Because Rodney two years older. Yeah, but yeah. Everybody used to call my grandma's house with like wild offers. Like if Alex would come, we would let Rodney come two years earlier, but we got to know that Alex coming. Oh, I Shit know like Alex that. was that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the only reason, like I once I graduated country day, I ain't want nothing else to do with it. But I heard about him. Yeah. And so I came to a game and I was I was like, this kid is the truth. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I was yeah, like, this kid yeah. is the truth. Yeah. But then, like, I heard, you know, the politics. Yeah, it was the it was, it was the, the politics. politics yeah. Yeah, Taking him yeah, out of yeah. game so he don't break records and yeah. all that shit. Like, people don't believe that that shit be true. You know what I'm saying? Because Chris Webber used to come to them games to make sure that that shit was going on on some real shit. Because we done been in the house and Chris Webber done stepped through. Yeah, so the way I feel about Chris Webber actually don't have shit to do with the Fat Five. It got shit to do with that. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like if somebody naturally can do this, it's not like you plan them no more time or nothing. Let the man grow, bro. You feel what I'm saying? Let him cement his legacy like somebody let you cement your legacy. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Some people just have a, a, a jealous spirit. Yeah, you know, as a man, like that's the worst thing you could, could be. be. Yeah, yeah. Jealous, jealous, one, jealous one of the worst. Yeah, one of the worst. I guess right. you could be a pedophile. That's <laughs> worst. Yeah, and it's probably some jealousy mixed uh, up in that yeah, somehow. Some, oh, yeah, yeah, some yeah, fuckery yeah. going on there. But as far as the racial tension when I was there, it was just weird because like. You know, a lot of people will be racist and don't know that they racist. Right, Because right. they, they never be so actually seen, they yeah, never yeah, seen black yeah. people. Yeah. And so it would be small shit. Like back then, you know, a motherfucker had his little fade, one of my waves and shit. Yeah. And so you'll get motherfuckers, especially the girls, they're coming and ask you if they could touch your hair and, and shit like that. Shit that's hella offensive. <laughs> but they don't even they know. They don't even know. Right, yeah, right, you know right, what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, it was just weird. Like... In general, they was decent people. You know, I came right. across a few hardcore races and shit like that. But for the most part, they just was ignorant. Yeah, know? yeah, ignorant to the fact. So uh, at the country day, like, uh, what, what, would you just stop playing altogether? Like, what happened? Did you take it to the collegiate level? No, I was done. Country day <laughs> totally turned me off from hooping. I wasn't in a good state of mind. Like, um, after my sophomore year, we had a little school function and shit where uh, two of my best friends. Was who at the school uh, wound up drowning. 
Yeah. And so um, it was a lot of bullshit that took place after that, after my two homeboys had drowned. Yeah. Because the families were suing the school. I remember that. That and was a big-ass story, right? It was a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that. It was all that. on the news, all in the free press and all that. And so it was a lot of tension between us because we was going to testify on behalf of the families. Right. And the school took that shit personally. Yeah. And so when the school year started back up, they made it very uncomfortable for us to be there. And, yeah. And, and so that affected my basketball shit. Not having like that support system, like my grandmother and my aunt tried to do what they could do, but you know, yeah, yeah they, you are, they you don't know yeah. nothing about that shit. You know right. what I'm saying? And so I ain't had no father, or uncle, or something to come up and check the coach, or you know, have my back yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So he was just playing the fuck out of me. Right. Like we play at Saginaw Buena Vista. They number two in the state. I got 17 in the first half on these motherfuckers. We killing them. Yeah. This motherfucker come out third third quarter, don't play me at all. Yeah. Put me yeah, in. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Put me in like three minutes left in the fourth quarter. We lost by two points. After the game, he talking about, I look tired. Nigga, yeah. <laughs> you saw. I, yeah, yeah, I can't be tired. Shit, I yeah, want to sit the whole I, I look thing. tired sitting down on the bench. Right. But, you know, it was just. Shit like that. Now, going through yeah. shit like that early, that just showed you, like, the political standpoint. Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm guessing that this is what shaped the views that I that, that we talking about, that we leading up to. So, the way we know D-Gun, actually, is we met through, again, Doc Chill, Nate, Nate and Melissa. Melissa. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They uh He was working on an album called The Package. Which is the best album called The Package that done been out because yeah, it's been packages you, after that, you know. You. And I ain't saying this because this is my man's because at the time when Nate wanted us to check it out, we didn't know him. You know what I'm I saying? I think we got the, the copy we got might not have even been mixed. And he just was like, here, just take it, listen to it, you know, because we used to come back and forth every day. So he like, just listen to it on the ride home and on the ride back for a couple of days and like, tell me what you think. And when we first played it, I, we turned that shit off. That nigga voice was like so different at the time. You know what I'm saying? It still is though, but we was like, this nigga is about to blow out the water. You feel what I'm saying? And the only discrepancy I actually remember about the album is you didn't want your picture on there. And Doc was telling you that people needed to see exactly who was rapping. You feel what I'm saying? But that that I, I was looking for that shit too. That's what I was doing. I was looking to see was it uh on title. Y'all, <laughs> you know y'all put me down, uh Y'all sent my shit off the uh, murder dog. Murder dog. Got yeah. my shit reviewed. Yeah. I was like, dude, that's some real shit. That yeah. was some real shit because y'all was working on your own project. Yeah. Y'all didn't have to be concerned with my shit, and yeah. that, that was real shit. No, and I, you know, I can't thank y'all enough for that. That was yeah, like, so. So uh, after we met, it, so basically from the time to be honest with you, from the time we heard your project. It probably wasn't two weeks that we was in the studio together like yeah. that. And what a lot of people don't know, we made more music with you and Hollow than we ever did with any nigga from our hood. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we we've been rapping since we was nine, but we made the majority of our music with y'all because we was working on a project called the Street Alliance, and it was D Gun from the city, we was from Inkster, and Hollow was from Romulus. And that I still got some of them songs. I gotta find them, but I still yeah, got a lot of that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta email me them shit. Yeah, you know uh, damn. Oh, because it was a flood in my mama's basement recently. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think none of that shit got caught up. And I got a pretty good idea where that shit at. But I'm gonna yeah. uh, find that shit. Have somebody convert it. And I got yeah, oh, we, definitely. We got a uh, gang of shit yeah. together. So let's talk about you, D. Win. Where you come up from? We from the same hood. You know, we come from the same hood. Um, I'm from Rutland. You know, um, Grand Mott. You know, Rosedale Park area. Um, okay, so that's a pretty prestigious area, right? So mm-hmm. coming up, how did the uh, effects of the '80s? Uh, shape shape that area because like the 80s 
I, I guess you was y'all was teenagers in the eighties, like no, uh, no, or, it, it, no, we was teenagers more the, like in the, the early nineties, early nineties. Yeah. But I'm saying like watching the eighties coming up and not realizing what was going on with the neighborhoods. Like now that you look back, like how did how did you see that that what that did to that neighborhood? Well, um, you know the eighties. You know that was the the beginning and the you know the start of that crack era. So right, right. so a lot of the uh, you know it, it brought the neighborhood. You know, uh, you know, over there a lot down. You know, it was more prestigious, but you know, it still, of, it still was. It was just like yeah. And I think what you what people need to realize too, because people say the eighties, the eighties, the eighties was cocaine, right? The nineties was crack, and crack is what did this to the community. Mm-hmm. You feel what well, I'm saying? Eighties was crack. Well, no. mid mid eighties, mid about like eighty five. But the crack, the crack cocaine boom was more like eighty nine going into ninety until you feel what I'm saying? Nah, I'm telling you. I mean, like I'm 80, saying this like from round, okay. Round. So from my perspective, all my cousins was selling heroin up until about eighty eight, eighty nine. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? They just they was heroin dealers, right? You feel what I'm saying? So when a nigga, when me personally, when I seen them switch from heroin to crack it was eighty eight, eighty nine, going into ninety, and and like not. So for me, when I look at it, is like from ninety one to ninety five is what really. From my Real, perspective, yeah, exploded. I know what you're saying. Feel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Feel yeah the transition and all that. Yeah, the yeah. like yeah. and Okay, yeah, because that's when it really is. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, you know what I'm saying. It was like, just leisurely, like right, from '85, motherfuckers was dealing '86 that, that heroin. Yeah. yeah, and so yeah, like this is what I always say though. Niggas will fuck anything up. <laughs> That's a thousand percent true. Yeah, yeah. When our parents, like when my grandparents, when his parents probably moved in the neighborhood, like even when I was a kid, it was still probably like four or five white families yeah. on the block. But they saw the trend. Right. So that, they that started was getting the head, fuck head. up. Then once niggas come in, bro, it, you can set niggas up anywhere. <laughs> It's niggas' mentality, though. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? That's why I say, like, Detroit, we used to have projects back in the day, but for the most part, we got neighborhoods right. yeah. with brick houses and shit like that. It ain't the neighborhood. It ain't the houses. It ain't, it's the it's people the in the motherfuckers. And you know what? You know, one other thing, you know, the projects always start off looking nice. Oh, oh, what the yeah. thing you know what I'm saying? They the, always... Uh, the the it's not like he's saying it's the people right because uh, he used he said nigga nigga is a mentality so it's not exclusive to black people right but the nigga mentality will fuck everything up and it has and we've seen this from time and time again and niggas don't take pride in anything but being niggas niggaing it up and that's just what they do mm-hmm. you feel what I'm saying but that's like I said that's not exclusive to black people we just talking about niggas in the city of Detroit but it is a certain nigga them. <laughs> that is exclusive to black. Like you I'm saying, to, the you word nigga. Taylor, though. yeah. But like it's, it's like the level of violence yeah. that exists in our neighborhoods. Yeah, it's unprecedented, and it only happens with us. Yeah, right. Like right. you go to Taylor, you go down river where these po ass white motherfuckers is. They doing just as much motherfucking crystal meth yeah. as niggas is doing crack and heroin. Yeah. Yet you don't see. Fucking four murders a week, right? Out oh, there. oh, you know oh! Because saying? that's the jealous. That's 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 a nigga being jealous of what they think a nigga got. Like I could look at you, like I could want that polo shirt. I actually can afford that polo shirt, but it's the fact that you got that polo shirt. Now I'm looking at him like my bitch probably want to fuck him because I like the polo shirt. So I'm gonna go kill this nigga, and you like, but you got enough money to go. But and nobody. The problem with niggas to me is is they homies be whole ass niggas because your homeboy supposed to tell you. 
dog, it's, you could go buy that polo shirt. Why are you mad at D-Gun for having... But a nigga would be like, hell yeah, go do it. Because he wants you to get his mans out the way because he just seen his mans do a couple dollars today and he figured if my mans out the way who I love, who I came up with, who my day one, if I, if, if, if I can get somebody to get this nigga out the way, then I'm going to be the baller. I'm going to be the boss and I'm going to get polo shirts now. And all you had to do was wait your turn. Niggas just be so anxious and so looking at judging what they what they what, what they, they think. think a nigga got what they what look good to them and nigga might you might have struggled your you might have kicked cans to get that shirt i don't know what you did to get that shirt but i figure since i sell dope or heroin or a thief or whatever that's what you do and niggas fuck every you right man you right man and we got, and the thing is we got to start addressing the, the issues like what is the issue is it jealousy is it strictly poverty is it something else like the reason i stopped making music is cuz at the time I was making the package, I was doing the shit that yeah. I was talking about. Oh, the package. About. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. But my life should have never went that way. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And so once I got out of that, I was like, okay, ain't nobody checking for no fucking positive shit really like that, really. Right. And I'm not going to contribute to that no more. Yeah. So I just stopped doing it. Yeah. But to me, I think if black people going to be serious about changing our situation, we got to give up gangster rap and all that. All a that. thousand percent. A thousand percent. You know yes. yes. Gangster yes. rap, yes. the movies, because all the movies highlight niggas snitching, and snitching is not at an all-time high. It's regular. It, snitching oh. is what it used to be because motherfucking niggas love these mob niggas, and all of them are snitches. Every last one of them are snitches. Niggas think Sammy the Bull is a snitch. No, Sammy the Bull told on John Gotti because John Gotti was on them tapes talking too motherfucking much and he didn't have to tell. He said everything he needed to say and they let him hear the tapes. He didn't go in there like, I'm testifying against John Gotti. They played them tapes for him and John Gotti said everybody he killed, why he killed everybody, he was through. He was mm. through. You know what I'm saying? I'm not advocating for that, but people be loving I these think, white yeah, I monsters. Think, I think and people they, overlook that. Well, I don't know how how much of that that other people may know because the Sammy the Bull story, the sensationalism of John Gotti is that someone told on a mob boss. Because even if you listen to other big time mobsters, especially in his age range, he was actually one of the worst bosses. Right. This is from Italians mob because I'm black and I don't care about Italian business. But since it's sensationalized that he was such a young mob boss, the story has to have a villain for the villain, which would be Sammy the Bull, right? Mm -hmm. So people look over the fact that John Gotti is actually talking in a room that he's know that is being bugged by the FBI and giving up the reason certain stuff occurred. Now, to me, that looks worse than what Sammy the Bull did because he's talking behind his back. His back. He's talking behind his back <laughs> about instances that you know that this is being recorded. We under investigation for the rest of our life. So everywhere that we go, we know that they got potentially us, even even the cars, unless we standing outside talking, we know it's bugged. Why would you do that? Do you understand what I'm saying? Why he doing that? Because he, and, and, he knows the like end of the road. Because they don't like niggas. Like, that's yeah, yeah, just what yeah, it boiled yeah. down to. Like, I don't, I don't I like, like who like us. And if you don't like us, I don't oh, like you. Shit. You feel what I'm saying? Like so John Henry Clark said, we ain't got no friends. <laughs> right. No, <laughs> friend, <laughs> no friends and no allies. No, no friends, friends no, no allies. allies. Right, right. Because even we, uh, we could get divided as quick as you saying you from the east side I'm from the west side or you a blood and I'm a crip so then we not even allies no more mm -hmm. and people all that divide and conquer shit it only worked because we let it because at the end of the day if I don't like you 
because of what side of town you from. I'm really saying I don't like me because maybe I love that side of town and I wasn't fortunate enough to live there. Even with your homies who upset about you, who was upset about you going to Country Day, every single one of them would have did that because not only Country Day, at the, that time the, the, too, the, the man. level of competition that they had, yeah, the PSL is a great level of competition too, but. I'm going on the national scale before college. I'm doing that because I'm saying I can play. The thing was we had the freedom to play whoever we wanted. Yeah, that's so, what you know, I'm we saying. We was class B, but we didn't have no uh, restrictions. Yeah, so we played all the best PSL teams. So, yeah. you know, and they y'all normally beat them yeah, and with, with, yeah. with the team full of, yeah. with a couple niggas, the, the, with the team of white boys shooting yeah. their lights. Because that'd be like when you watch the, the best team in the city go play, the best baseball team in the city, and then they go play with them white boys and find out they ain't the they best. Ain't Good. Because they yeah. not they they not playing that level of competition like you know what I'm saying because I watch uh I watch it softball yeah. I watch all of that shit still to this day and I you could tell when somebody on that level but you, you know, know what I'm it's saying? unfair though it's like we had a fucking world class weight road like people understand at that level the difference a weight program can make. Right, you go to these public schools, and this is where our people. We don't even care about the shit we claim to care about. We don't even invest in the athletics that our kids is in, and, and, right. and a lot of niggas look at that as the way to get out. Right, and we don't even invest in that shit. You go, they fucking the pads is falling apart, the weights is sand weights and shit. And then you, you know go to country now? day, and niggas got them fucking machines that the nigga was uh, driving. Yeah, we got was the fly, yeah. Yeah, 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 we yeah. got that shit. You know what I'm saying? And that shit made all the difference in the world. Right. Yeah. And you know, so it's just we had a disadvantage to start with, and we don't take that seriously enough until you right. get older. You know what I'm saying? Like you look at people who name their kids these crazy ass names, like. I understand, okay, Shantaniqua and all that type of shit, but it's like, come on, man. Like, it's been proven. There's studies that show people discriminate based, based on, on name. your name. Mm-hmm. So you giving your kid an unfair disadvantage to start life with. We so, got to start thinking about that and shit. And I, I you know mean, my, my name is Antoine Jackson, but what I started to notice, right, just going back in history, right, when motherfuckers got common names and they want to be prestigious, they use their first initial, second initial, and their last name. When I started putting that on my resume, when I had a resume, it made all the difference in the world. You don't know what that is. Based on my jobs, you don't know if I'm a male or female. So that make you want to inquire. Just mm-hmm. A.D. Jackson. You feel what I'm saying? And then all you got now to look on is my skill set that I placed on mm-hmm. this resume. Everything else is upon request. So if you want to enter, uh, if you want uh, references and stuff That's upon request So now I know That you calling a reference I tell my references Somebody go call you But this who they Looking for You feel what I'm saying And that uh, That does make a difference And I think people People don't think Past tomorrow So it's definitely No 3, 5, 7, 10 20 year plans Right And I feel like the way for our community, and when I say our community, because I just, all type of people live in the community, right? So it's not exclusive to to gangsters, education, whatever, but the way for our community to get to the next level is one, having these plans, but these plans don't start with the community. These plans start in the home, right? So if you're not running your family like a business with meetings, goals, uh, not vacation, but you know what everybody on the schedule who was in this household has to do that's important to them, then it'll never happen. And that's what's sad to say. Who ready to really go sit down and say, okay, Sunday at two, this is the family meeting. So just like you wouldn't miss a work meeting, you got to be here. Okay, so you break the money down like this, right? So 
everybody in the family contribute to the long-term savings because the long-term savings is for this family. So when you turn 16, no, I'm not going to buy you a car. We go go to this long-term savings. You go take out a loan from us, the family. You're not going to have no high interest rates. You go pay it back. So if the car $5,000, you've been also having your personal savings. You take $2,500 from the family savings. You take $2,500 from your savings. That's $5,000. Now you put back in the hearing because you got siblings who coming up, they go want a car. Or this is how we fund the family business you could do this with any amount of money because you stop looking at money as dollar signs and as one dollar equals a hundred percent so if you take 50 percent of no matter how many dollars you get this is for necessities no matter what guess what if we can only pay $25 on a light bill out of this 50%, then that's what's getting paid. You feel what I'm saying? Then you you break the other 50 down, long-term savings, short-term savings, a play fund, a save fund. Because if you're saving for yourself, you go want to play. That's just the devil's advocate. I'm saving. I want to buy something. We'll buy it out of the play fund, an education fund, not necessarily college, but you self-educate. So out of this 10%, we buy books, whatever you like, whatever you like, whatever you like. Not a family has a, a, a financial plan to follow. With mm-hmm. the financial plan to follow, now we got goals. Okay, every week we want to save this amount of money because by the end of the year, we want to have just this year, this is the first year we started, we want to have $12,000 to save. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if we break it down by week and we break it down, it, it got to come out of the long-term saving, which is 10% of what you bring in, 10% of what you bring in. We have a clear-cut path to the goal of $12,000 broken down weekly, but we know if we slip this. This week, by the end of the month, we have to save this by the month to get to $12,000. This is all simple stuff that any household can do, but people not even prepared. Simple to who? <laughs> yeah. You said what? Simple to who? Yeah. I yeah. mean, I mean, you got to get teach yeah. finances in school. Right. I know, but that's what I'm saying. But that's why I said it start in the house. Yeah. It start in the because house. Because we know that they don't teach finance. Right. Because yeah. like, they didn't teach finance when you was there, when nope. we was there, when nobody else <laughs> nobody was there. Nobody else was there. Right. And, and that's what I'm saying, though. So that's why I even, I technically, just name specifics of what you can do. That's not even that's not hard. It's not simple, but it's not hard because the the bet the most thing that's gonna take is discipline, right? And then it's a family structure. So the most disciplined person probably will have to introduce this. You know what I'm but, saying? But what you're talking about a community that's 72 percent broken families. Yeah, but with the broken family, it is still some technically some type of family structures that we can identify with. So okay, uh, my mother was a single mother. I know single mothers. I mean, I knew other people with single mothers. My oldest brother was a single father. He's and raised a daughter. You feel what I'm saying? So that's the single parent dynamic. Uh, you was raised by your grandparents. One of my best friends coming up was raised by his grandparents. So like we identify these family structures and it's just wanting to put the time into doing that because everybody busy, but you you either go be too busy and then you go end up having to go pick him up from jail or identify their body when you could have took a couple a couple hours out of a week just to say hey I'm here for you and this is what we got to do and you I, I live good at like this if we do this stuff then we putting in our children and the children in the community that this is how we build the community up because if I know that you came out of the house next door and our parents talk. So on Sunday, when we go to our family meeting, y'all going to y'all family meeting, I know at the very least that you learned this 100% rule when it comes to money. So now, instead of letting somebody else buy that vacant house on the block that might be $7,000, which is not a lot, but is a lot from where we from, okay, 
we kids though, right? But you like, well, wait a minute, I got money in my personal savings. Do you? Yeah, you want to see if we can buy that and try to have a house in our neighborhood? You feel what I'm saying? And then it can it can grow like that. Like I'm from Angster, and uh, I feel like Angster can be done redone very well. It's gonna take 25 to 30 years. But it's going to take not just the political aspect. The community has to want to build it up. But it's going to take 25 to 30 years because we have to get out the, the angst mentality. The angst mentality is we the hardest niggas because we can be. You feel what I'm saying? If a nigga say angster, you probably going to be like, oh, them niggas probably down murder nigga niggas, the nigga shit like it. that. Yeah, yeah. It's only 6.2 miles. Why should we be known for that? I want people to say, oh, they from angster. They rebuilt that community. They used people in the community and political people. You can't even be a political figure here if you don't get on board. You feel what I'm saying? You can't If you can't get on board with this transition that we need this city to go through and year around year 15, the transition need to be, we got to get rid of both of these projects you feel what i'm saying because the projects even though it's not the projects that do it it's the mentality this mentality is starting in these projects mm-hmm. you feel what i'm saying so if in year 15 if you ain't talking about getting rid of these housing projects and doing something else with them of course we're not gonna vote you in because you see this that's the last phase getting rid of these projects and then it's gonna take about 10 more years to tear them down yeah, and get something um, on that land uh patrick uh Wimberly. Yeah, he was supposed to come today. Well, we, we, Patrick has been invited to the show, and we actually know Patrick personally. Like, okay. so when you said that, it was like if he he already know he could come. Like, we reached out to him; he know he could come. Patrick got twin brothers, and they when we went to junior high school, they were the first people we met oh, okay. who we didn't grow up with and went to junior high school with. So we know them. But even both candidates, my mom is a voter in Angster. You feel what I'm saying? At this point, I would suggest you don't vote for neither one of them because you got people who tell you to come to an open platform. I don't care nothing about the 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 the, the salacious part of it. Just what's your plan for Angster? If you can't answer that question, why would anybody, why would anybody vote for you? Vote for you? Right. What That's is your what plan for Angster? I was like, you need to come and explain yeah, what you why got people going on should vote, vote for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, um, you know, a lot of times these politicians they go just because I'm black or, or the name yeah, recognition. Yeah, they, they, now, now let's talk know, about politicians yeah. thinking just because they black that people deserve a vote. Like, okay, like everybody is on this high horse about how Obama was the best president niggas ever seen and all of this and all of that. But when I I say something like this and this this starts more arguments at work than black people. I said, let's be real. Obama was a mixed nigga raised by white grandparents in Hawaii. Who were racist. Who were racist. His grandmother is definitely a racist. She was. You know what I'm saying? So how are you comparing that to Tyrone Wallace who came from the projects? Who the 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 what was my man? It was Ben Carson. Is that the nigga who was from the uh he was really from the soil, but niggas yeah, wasn't fucking niggas with him. Yeah, yeah, but he was he, from he the from soil. The that, that's way yeah, he more from the sauce. Yeah, he way more closer to the person you are yeah. than President Obama was. And then I say President Obama got his his go go get it from his wife. That's who they they judge they, when they say Chicago is white from Chicago. Yeah, white from Chicago. So yeah, they give him to Chicago. Community. Can anybody here, anybody here know what a community organizer is? No, no. It's just something that's a title. What is that shit? Like, what you mean? Well, I'm gonna Chicago tell you why I don't fuck with Obama in real life. Yeah, yeah. What is that shit? A community you know organizer. I know what it is actually. A community organizer when stuff coming up, kind of like politically, that's who first ignite like going in the churches and stuff like that. So their goal is to pull the community together to organize. Oh, so they for snake one. oil. They, they yeah. snake oil sales. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So we go organize for one common goal, and it's usually the Democratic Party. But the, truth, the truth is, though, especially when. Kind of politics, but in general, 
a lot of the, a lot of niggas you talk to don't know a goddamn thing. All they, you know first of all, saying? the only thing is one election, yeah. which is the presidential election. The presidential election. election. Yeah. They don't dare get involved in <laughs> local nothing. politics. And they think you that know? they have to be Democrats, but not knowing that the Democratic <laughs> Party was founded on sharecropping and the KKK was originally the fucking... Uh, the protect the, the the police for the Democratic Party. So you pledging allegiance to a party that already don't fuck with you. But back to the Obama shit. The reason I really don't fuck with Barack Obama, and this is why, because why? he was the first president to ever step into a federal prison, and he purposely went to the federal prison that Kwame Kilpatrick was in, and didn't even say a word to Kwame Kilpatrick, bro. And Carolyn Cheese Kilpatrick is who helped put him on the map, and Kwame Kilpatrick is who introduced him when he uh at that at that that one Democratic yeah, national the, the, thing. Kwame mm-hmm. told that shit up. And, and, yeah. and the buzz was that Kwame was going to be the yeah. first black president. So to me, that was like a slap in the face, bro, that you came all the way to the jail that I met for motherfuckers to know that you don't fuck with me. And then George Bush got a rapper nigga out of jail, dog. And you ain't get Kwame Kilpatrick out, bro. That had to be heartbreaking, bro. But that's politics. That's well, politics. That's politics. That's, and, and, you know, they, they, they just take <laughs> our vote for granted. We the only people who vote in a block like that. You walk in a, you walk in a crowded building, it is full of white people you throw a rock you liable to hit a Democrat or a Republican. Right. You walk in a row full of niggas, throw a rock, you definitely hit yeah, a Democrat. Democrat. You know or a well, nigga who think he a Democrat. Yeah, so so like, why give anybody anything and you know... We got you because yeah, Hillary Clinton you. can pull out yeah. some hot sauce out of her purse. That's yeah, that's it. Way to go niggas. Yeah. Like, you know the I'm thing uh, with Obama, with me... I'm not a Democrat or a Republican because if you look, if you if you research me, because people like to do that, I probably am listed as a Democrat because the le- when I first registered to vote, I was a de- I thought I was a Democrat. 18 coming up in an inner city, and uh, I never changed it. I, I don't believe I ever changed it, and I don't even think you have to. Re- I don't think Michigan make you do that. Uh, Michigan, yeah. you don't have to like Pick an alliance. Yeah, you don't have. Yeah. To okay, so I mean that was when I was 18. Yeah. That's a dub go almost, but. So I so I have voted democratically in the presidential election, but I've also voted Republican in the presidential election. And people don't vote their interests. You can say what you want, but I know after George Bush and the United States government knocked down the towers, more people around me, because I'm from Inkster, Romulus area, I'm from Inkster in the Romulus area, more people around me, including my brother, got yeah, jobs yeah. at the airport because they needed security, which was first prospect, then flipped over to TSA, and people thought TSA was new when that's been a government entity. So how do you know that this is going to happen? So how do we know? Because that's what the play was. So now the airports are safer, but then we introduced the Patriot Act, which means everything else is less safe. Because we can spy on you in your home through your cell phone, and it's the Patriot Act. When it comes to Obama, though, he didn't. Even the choice of people who he pardoned wasn't didn't sit right with me. He pardoned someone who was in jail for treason. And Democrats and Republicans both can agree that treason is the highest crime in the land. You can be murdered yeah, for executed. treason. Yeah. You can be executed from day one in America until now for treason. And you would let somebody out of jail for treason? Like, come on, yeah, man. But, and but, y'all kill Gaddafi. I don't care about no presidents, by the way, though. But, uh, you're talking you know about what Chelsea Manning, though, right? Yeah. Is that, is that his name? Well, yeah. Uh, he transitioned into a woman, you know. Yeah. yeah. So he... he <laughs> It, no, he, yeah, so that was part know. of the bigger agenda. Then that's yeah, why they. But yeah. if you look at what if you look at what he exposed, can you really call that treason? He really exposed the military, our our military overseas, murdering innocent people, mowing them down from a motherfucking Airplane. black car. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
That shit we should know. Our tax dollars is going to that shit. Right. All these yeah. endless wars. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why should they be going to these endless wars to tear their shit up and then so-called rebuild so we can get their oil when that money should be going to Inkster, should be going to Flint, should be going to South Central California? My thing with Obama is he sold us out. We voted for him 97% the first time around, 93% second time around. What did he do? He spent his time working on DACA. And legalizing gay marriage and yeah, shit. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. He did. White women got a raise. They got a bump. You know what I'm saying? We actually got lost cell phones. You know, we lost cell phones. We lost wealth yeah. under Obama because he didn't he didn't prosecute none of the big banks. Right. And that's where a lot of black people's wealth was, was in yeah. home ownership. And when black people started losing their homes, they lost their wealth. He did not give us a fucking, what they call it? Stimulus. Yeah, I mean... Nothing. If you up the river, he didn't give us a fucking paddle. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And in fact, okay, he reduced the crack sentencing from what? What was it, 100 to 1 to like yeah. 18 to 1? How about make it 1 to 1, motherfucker? Right, right. If you, you can do that. It, yeah, you, yeah, you know it, what I'm saying? Yeah. You could pardon everybody who's been unjustly, you but, know, but like right. you said, niggas don't vote their best interest. And then like... uh Trump showed you that a president can do what the fuck he want to yeah. do. So after Obama, when they give you Trump, because no way in the world is a white man ever going to vote for a white woman over a white man. I don't know why people think like a white woman had a chance. You know what I'm saying? But uh, he showed you that Obama could have actually been doing whatever the fuck he wanted to do. Because yeah. he told you, I'm hiring my friends. I'm getting rid of you whole ass motherfuckers that I don't agree with. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And, and, and he's doing that. Which means it's nothing new. It means everybody actually did what they wanted to do for the best interest of their people, except for you. Except, well, except for you. But when you say that best interest of your people, you probably would have to know him personally to even know if he identifies as, as black. one of your black people. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. feel what I'm saying? We cannot take for granted because he has an African father that he identifies as black. He is African the, niggas don't give a fuck about us. That's what I'm exactly. saying. He is mm-hmm. the he is the definition of an African American. He has an African father with a middle of American white mother. That's an African American. Oh, I'm American. glad you said that. You feel that's why saying? I stopped identifying as that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, not African I'm black, motherfucker. Yeah. And I'm the next person that say person of color is my motherfucker. You liable to get your shit split. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for real. For like, real. Nigga, that takes away our uniqueness. I'm uh, you could take a white person from South Africa, bring them here, and they're African American. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You could take a Nigerian. That's why when they come here, when they when you go to the UK, they don't say I'm African. They say I'm Ghanaian or I'm right. Nigerian. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Fifty-two different countries there, and we are Black Americans. Right. right. We are We're not, not African Americans. You know what I'm saying? We lost that Africanness the moment they took our religions and our and our language and right. our culture. We are Black Americans, and that's the uniqueness. And Obama, man, I, I'm just very disappointed in him as a president, and he's the reason we got Trump. The man had a supermajority in the House and Senate his first two years. Right. He could have did anything he was supposed he to fast-track yeah. that shit. He could have did anything he wanted. But see, know? most people don't even know that he the first two years of his presidency was in his favor yeah everything else after the first two years if people even just go back in youtube and pay attention that's when you start to see it wasn't yeah of course he go have some resistance because you get resistance when uh you black up there because to white people he black so you get that resistance from white men because remember that's taking up the establishment this country was built on 
for white people and landowners. So land owning white men. Yep. You feel what I'm saying? They never cared about the poor. It's always been poor they didn't white even care people. About poor, they didn't even care about white women. Right. That's what I'm saying, though. It's always been poor white men in, uh, in, in, in northern Illinois, northern Michigan, uh, northern Kentucky. It's people who we don't even know exist in eastern Kentucky who family been in that same spot forever. So it's always been poor. They never owned land. So they, they was actually worse off than us because they couldn't find jobs. At least they made us work. You you feel what I'm saying? And build up a work ethic. But when you shake up the establishment, which is white men, prestigious, quote unquote, white men, that's when you had a resistance. So that's what he was to some people, the resistance. But when people start to understand that no president has ever won by votes, that's number one. They put who they want to put who would look good or bad for the country. Right. Democrats and Republicans have the same agenda. Right. Nothing's changing. You feel what I'm saying? That when it's Republicans, people like to say, oh, the cocaine better. Yeah, because Republicans sell cocaine. But mm. they also have Democratic allies to build airships, I mean, airfields, to, so they all work together. So it's but not. People a, don't believe that. People, when, when I like, like, I tell people, like, y'all love the Clintons, but the only airport that was bringing the shit in from Nicaragua was in the state of Arkansas. And at the time of that, the governor of Arkansas was Bill Clinton. And then they get the crack in, and then Bill Clinton becomes the president, implements mandatory minimums, which help uh, fill up privatized prisons owned by Republicans. And how was the Clintons good to you niggas? Oh, the welfare got better. You know what I'm saying? They gave you more well for it. They, so they they took your mama's check, who's a welfare queen, from $800 a kid to, uh, I mean, from $400 a kid to $800 a kid. And now she's 50 still having kids because she's tied in. She's grandfathered in on the welfare system. And that looked good to y'all. But six of her sons got killed in the projects. Her daughter live around, a, three of her other daughters live around the corner in the projects. You niggas is stuck. Ready to vote for Bernie Sanders. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all don't even know what's going on out here because all you looking at is, I'm going to get this dope in. I'm going to sell it. I'm going to go to jail. I'm going to come home. I'm, I'm on a real nigga plan now. I'm going to come home. I'm an OG. My sons don't know me, so he's going to repeat the exact same process, and then we're going to do this over and over. It's going to be a generations. And y'all the hardest family in Angster, but y'all also got the most kills. Under that. Y'all, y'all, all your cousins been killed. It's only two of y'all left, and this is just not Angster, though. This is west side of Detroit in this neighborhood, west side of Detroit in this neighborhood, east Cleveland, east St. Louis, L.A. L.A. is a little worse because... Because we got gangs involved now. and Mexicans directly controlling the uh, the the uh, import of the uh, the product uh, that you want to sell. That you want to sell. So you got to kiss Mexican ass and shit like See, that. That's you why feel I, low what I'm like, I like here. I low weight, low key, lightweight. Fucks with Trump. Like I fucks with Trump. Oh, I, know, I know. I know exactly <laughs> what you're saying. <laughs> you know what I know exactly like, what you're saying. I know like, exactly what you're saying. Y'all can get these motherfuckers to fuck up out of here, man. Like I have no problem with immigration. I have a problem with illegal immigration. Exactly. Right. And those are two different right. things. And that's not exclusive to Mexicans. No, it's not. Right. Like, if you're they, African, if you're European, if you're not here legally, you can get the fuck on. Right. But in particular, the Mexicans, they affect black people. You right. know what I'm saying? Because they come into, unfortunately, a lot of black people are low-skilled laborers. Yeah. And so they come in and they directly start competing for those jobs. And then you have these corporations who get a pass on this shit. Yeah. They don't get fine. They don't go to prison. Yeah. Even though that's where the focus should be. Right. Because yeah. if I'm hiring yeah. 680 illegal workers, 
somebody know that they illegal. Is it? They, y'all know. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? This y'all ain't know. two or three motherfuckers who slipped through the crack. Because shit, you just put in an application. They asked you where you lived at for the last 10 years. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Where, where you lived at? 10 years. I just put my mom's address. Like, we've been there since 96. Yeah, yeah. You feel yeah, what, you know what I'm saying? saying? So you feel you, me 10 years. So like, you can ask I done been to college and all type of wild <laughs> shit. Yeah, I could. Yeah, 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 you know what Some saying? of them I was shacked up with a motherfucker. All type of shit. So we know that y'all doing extensive. Of background searches, which it sounds like to me, the companies is doing is, oh, bring your man's and them over here too. Yeah. Y'all could work, and then when we get, you know, what I'm saying like the shit that happened in Mississippi some weeks ago, the shit that happened in Mississippi some weeks ago. Okay, how the fuck is it Mexicans in Mississippi and they not think that the jig go be up? Like in real life, Mississippi is still one of the most racist places on the planet Earth. Ain't no way Mexicans is walking around in Mississippi not having no problems. You feel what I'm saying? Like, just because... But, you know, like, you know, we didn't get in trouble. No, 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 yeah, yeah, You feel what I'm saying? And it's because this, like, I've been telling people, like, corporations run America. So when... America's a corporation. When Amazon, when it came out that Amazon didn't pay taxes, I already had said previously on the show, none of these big companies pay taxes. It's not in the, it's not in America's best interest to tax a big company when if you employ 17,000 motherfuckers, we can just tax all of them because we getting it from them up front. Before you even get your check, your taxes come out. When you a corporation, you pay a tax bill. And then it's shit to, to offset it. Y'all know who Grant Cardone is? He like a real estate mogul, but I really never call people moguls who never invested their own money. So, But he can get loans and stuff from banks. So he had a $45 million tax bill. You know how he offset that tax bill? He bought a jet. How is that okay? For how does that? Purpose. Right. I'm just saying, though. <laughs> how does that offset it? You feel what I'm saying? Like, he was go pay it. He said his uh, accountant and lawyer said, hold on, we got a better way. Go do this. And that offset the tax bill. We can't offset a tax bill if you're an employee because it already came out. You feel what I'm saying? And that's what a tax return is. They giving you back what you overpaid. You feel what I'm saying? So I don't want the couple thousand if I overpaid. I want to not have to pay $45 million. You feel what I'm saying? Like, come on, none of these corporations paying. Well, that's 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 where money and politics come in too, though. Yeah. You know, they lobby, they lobby with these uh, politicians. They spend money on their campaigns in order to get laws passed so they can do that. Yeah, right, right. You and know. yeah, yeah, that's where all the support come. That's where all the support come from. And then people, black people, got to stop with the misconception that all black people are Democrats. Like, if your favorite artist or the people you look up to the most is like in the billion dollar tax brackets. My G, he a Democrat does not have his best interest in mind. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, let's quit romanticizing the fact that it's about money once it get to it. It's always gonna be about money. You know Charles what I'm saying? Barkley mm-hmm. punk ass, the only one man enough to, to say, say that, that shit. Yeah, you, you know, know what, what I'm saying? saying? Like, like he, he gonna let you know. Like the Republicans for the rich. I'm rich. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It ain't nothing wrong yeah. with that, bro. You know what I'm saying? I I, I ain't he rich. Voting for his best, best interest. interest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And other people should as well. Like for you to pledge alliance uh, allegiance in an alliance to something just because that's what your grandma did did that's what your mother was that's a christian and that's a democrat that's the two things that people automatically pledge alliances to because that's what the people before them was well history shows neither one of them things actually worked for uh black no. people nothing no. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so one. let's talk about uh what's her name kamala harris what's your <laughs> thoughts on her i know some of your thoughts but i just want the people to hear like who don't follow you on the facebook oh my goodness where to start with kamala first off she's not black okay okay her so mom explain. is her mom is full-blown indian 
Yeah, Native full blown, American or no, 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 Indian, uh, Indian from, from India. India. Yeah, okay. uh, Indian yeah. from India, <laughs> a real full blown Indian. Her father is what they call Indo Jamaican. See, when the British outlawed, uh, or was it the British in, in Jamaica? Well, anyways, the once French slavery, was in Haiti, so I think it might have been might have been the British or, or the Portuguese. Or Port- Portuguese. Well, anyway. what happened was when slavery ended there, they actually was paying the ex slaves. More money. They they started importing Indians from India to come in and work. They was actually getting paid less than the free slaves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they had it tough. But it's a sizable Indian population in Jamaica. So if you look at her father, you can see maybe he got some black in him somewhere. But he's not fully black either. Right. So if her mom is 100% Indian, her father, say he's 25%, 25% black. She's hitting on 12%. She's more Indian than <laughs> anything, anything else. Yeah. Okay, then you fast forward. She comes here. She used this whole little, I was the girl on the bus. Bitch, you was not being bused to school. Your parents came here voluntarily. She's not Adolf. She's not American descendants of slaves. In fact, her grandfather, her grandfather, great-grandfather, was a slave owner. Okay, okay. Her father wrote about it. They're proud of this fact. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? He set their family up and shit. You right. know what I'm saying? You look at her record in California. Oh, man. It's It's atrocious. <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, Tosi Gabra hit her on everything. Like, bitch, how you going to go on the breakfast club bragging, talking about you smoke weed in college, listening to Biggie and Pac in 86? Right, right, right. But right. you locked 1,500 people up for weed. You and know what I'm saying? Minor violations, actually. Minor violations. She actually had a program where parents could go to jail if their children were truant from school. And that put a lot of people in jail, too. Who that, do that affect? That affects everybody. Families. The, kids, the families. Yeah. Us, yeah. Who because dad going to work, just trying to put some food on the table. He he assumed that you're going to school because that's the routine that he put you on. He come home from motherfucking work. He got to go to the police coming to arrest him because you ain't he don't know shit about it. He working 16 hour days. He don't even see your motherfucking ass. He leave money on the thing for you to go grocery shopping. And then the question is, how does that improve the situation? She never even tried to address that. How does that improve the situation? Okay, the kid already truant, not a parent in jail. Now this kid still ain't going to go. She sentenced one lady to six months, bro. Yeah. Six months. Okay, and then when I was talking about Obama with, with how black people lost wealth. Yeah. Steve Mnuchin, his bank was illegally foreclosing on people's homes early. Right. You know what I'm saying? A lot of black people lost their homes in California. Her office recommended that they prosecute him. She chose not to. And and later on, you see where he donated to her campaign. I mean, she kept people in jail because, you know, the jails were so overcrowded that they started recommending early release for people right. who had no, no problem. Violent offenders. But yeah. remember, they started having those wild-ass uh, wildfires and shit. Yeah. They was paying the prisoners like eight, 80 cents a day or some shit. A dollar shit. or some shit. Yeah, maybe, maybe a dollar. Yeah. They out there fighting these wildfires. <laughs> oh, y'all ain't know that? Yeah, I do can that. You, I do can that. you imagine that, bro? Man, can you right, imagine just, that? First of all, that's the county that. jail, too. Some motherfuckers from the county yes. jail, too. It ain't even everybody who was in the penitentiary. These is niggas in the county jail who really just couldn't afford bond. That's bail. why they was trying to stop the cash bail and do it on a case-by-case basis because some niggas just don't got $300. We get it. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's $300 or six months. A nigga like... I don't know how long I'm gonna be in there. I, yeah, I got six know. months. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Know. But you in there for a travel, you in there for a suspended license. Right. And it's did. the same thing with Sandra Bland. Yeah. Like she could have been out. Her punk ass family didn't have the fucking like I don't give a fuck, my niggas. 
if y'all locked up, if you can get in touch with me, get in touch with me. <laughs> right, if you yeah, did because yeah. I will make that happen. I'm not letting my people sit in jail sit in that, sit for five hundred motherfucking dollars. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, she did that. You know what I'm saying? Got got people. You know, she basically is for slavery because that's slave. slave. Yeah, that's slave. You got niggas out here fighting. Yeah. First of all, you're not trained to fight no fire. No. How the fuck you got this nigga out here fighting wildfire? And then when the yeah. niggas right. get out of jail, they, they can't, can't even use that department. experience yeah, and right. get a job yeah. at the fire department. You know what I'm saying? So the bitch is lightweight evil. She's like it's a, not no lightweight know. to it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know. She's just that's just what it is. She's a maniac. Like, could you imagine <laughs> her being the president? president? Like, where she actually got a military backing her up now? She was just a cop there. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Right, right. Oh, this bitch, you see what she do to black people. And she didn't prosecute uh, one of those guys who killed the police. I mean, one of the police who killed an uh, innocent person, she, like, didn't prosecute him. It was up to her. She didn't prosecute him. It was some wild, crazy shit going on in the Compton PD where uh, I think it was 15 police. Uh, they they just was terrorizing motherfuckers and shit. You know, they all got the same tattoo and everything. They really a gang and shit. And uh, one of them guys was supposed to go up for prosecution, and she like recommended against it or some shit like that. Uh, sometimes I speak like what I don't know. So if that's not the facts, you do your own fact checking. But you will understand and see it's something. No, about that, that. that's that's a real story. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, you got to think about it. She's supported by the police union. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, so it's over. She ain't yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's so that just means police policing, especially in California, where she's from, gonna get worse. They they gonna be able to come down on you niggas that much harder if she y'all president and if y'all voting for her because you black and y'all think she black. Well, listen, my nigga, she ain't black. She Indian. My man just broke it all the way down, and then the black part of her family already was they they bragging about owning slaves. Like so, you already know what you about to get. You actually get a white woman who don't. Like niggas in there. That's what you're getting. See, because black people are uh, don't understand that black people actually use the exact same stereotypes against black people as the rest of the mm-hmm. world. And people are like, what you mean by that? So I say to a black lady, if you walking down the street and you coming up the street and you see a, a, a nigga with a hood on on the same side of the street with you, you go get shook. You go move. But then you be like, fuck George Zimmerman. Now he pursued that murder, but it, it, it hindsight is twenty twenty. You would do the same thing. You would do the same thing. Nigga like, so don't act like that these white people were seeing us one way and y'all seeing us another. No, a king. No, a queen. Yeah. That ain't how you really seeing us. You know what I'm saying? Because you you clutch your purse when a nigga walk past too. I don't do that because I, I don't fear no man. White, black, green, whatever the fuck. If it's going to go down, it's going to go down. The niggas treat each other worse than, well, than worse. they treat yeah, white yeah. people. Because I shoot you, yeah. kill you for nothing, go on a high speed chase with the police, throw the chopper out the window and jump down on my knees and please sir don't kill me but you just killed you for your shirt. But like, this- how, often, <laughs> how, how often have you heard of them little white boys, them little white Mormon boys? Boys riding around on their little seven hundred dollar mountain bikes, and ain't nobody touching shit. Yeah. Yeah, ain't nobody touching shit. Let you know me and you ride through a neighborhood that we ain't from, and on niggas gonna be on your mountain head. You know what I'm and, saying? And, and it's for the hood, you know, because these hoods is streets of names, and these high schools is names of of white slave. Owners and white races that niggas is dying for. Niggas is dying for these shits. And these is white racist names that you dying for that you proud to be from. But that's because you don't do, you didn't do the research. You don't know where you from in Africa, the continent, what country you're from. Because niggas is still under the impression that Africa is a country. You, you, yeah. you, you feel me? Yeah. So many yeah. people think that if a, if, a, if a cracker tell you go back to Africa, ask them where should you go? 
Yeah. We're back to Africa. Are you just going to drop me at the shoreline of Africa? Because I'm still going to a country. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're Ethiopian descendants, descendants of Ethiopian people. We know that. And we always say that. Yeah, I'm proud to know that because I'm much more than Santuan from Engster, my nigga. Because I can trace you all the way back to where my granddaddy's 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 granddaddy from, nigga. And we wasn't on no slave shit. My granddaddy's people came over here, jumped off of whatever the fuck you got here and picked the last name. And that's the last name. My mother's in them last name. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't like I, that's Alex's last name. Legion. Legion. Okay. My, 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 my people great, picked great that last name. Picked that last okay, name. Okay. You, you feel yeah, me? That's dope. So, but we did. That's not our last name because we have my father's last name. But in hindsight, I'm a Legion, like all the way through and through. And well, fifty percent. Yeah, yeah. But so, but it, that's a last name that if your last name was Legion, I automatically know you family. I ain't met a Legion yet that ain't that ain't tied to that. Now in Inkster, I know sets of Jacksons. I'm not kin to none of them motherfuckers. Not one of them. The only Jackson I was kin to in Angster was my cousin Black and my cousin Angel. And we all got the same grandma. But other than that, outside of that, I ain't kin to none of them. And I know mad Jacksons. You know what I'm saying? So that just goes to show niggas just don't know where they from. Niggas don't know. Niggas don't want to know. Niggas want to live a life of I made it to 21, got killed. I'm a legend in the hood. And one thing, too, though, a lot of people they just don't really want to know their history you know that's why a lot of people are lost a lot of people don't really got a level of understanding you know a lot of people don't have a level of consciousness because they don't know where they came from or where they want to go you know what i'm saying i think that's real important to kind of like building families and all the stuff we kind of talking about you know if you don't have any type of direction you you can't direct yourself you can't you, you don't know you know you know what? When you don't have any type of direction, you start thinking that 14-year-olds getting murdered in your neighborhood is normal. When you don't have any type of direction, you start thinking that I'm supposed to do this, get caught, go to jail, come home, and now I'm a G. Because that's the direction that they pick for you. Because right. we say to each other, the projects was a project. We're going to get half the niggas money, half the niggas guns, and they go go at it. And that's still going on today. Angster, 6.2 miles, two projects. I know niggas on both sides who've been dying for decades. For and no then, reason. <laughs> and, this another, and, and another thing, you know, I think, you know, when we talk about the hood, I just think the OGs is a lot. Res- There's no, a lot such of, no such thing as an OG. OG. There's no such thing as an OG. Well, the elders. Yeah. We can say the elders. Right. I, I say OG, the oh, I say well, OG stands for original gangster. Yes. So if I'm acknowledging you as an original gangster, I want to go in the direction that you led the gangster way right well well it's just, it's just a term we we look you know in the hood we use og as a term well i know because i'm from the hood but that's the that's the problem but We're using this terminology without breaking it down so exactly. now a six-year-old is saying og not understanding that means original gangster right so he looking up to who he think the is OG a real is. really what an og and that's not really what an og no, what he said is. is words matter yeah. yeah you know words matter it's it's you could call it some kooky shit, but they call it spelling for a reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? These words, not, y'all know I'm not no religious motherfucker yeah, or yeah. mystical, but in the sense of it's a spell on you. And that's why I say people are getting dumber. Music, <laughs> dog, they, back in the day, they used to tell women to play classical music to their unborn children. You right, know what I'm right. saying? Right. It because it was raised Music played at certain frequencies increases brain function. Yeah. So if music has the ability to increase brain function and make you smarter, you have to logically deduce that it also has <laughs> yeah, the ability exactly. to make you dumber. So when you look at the music that black people are producing, the shit that we're using, the shit that we're putting in our head, every day you all you hear is some fuckery, some shit that degrades us as a people, degrades us as men, 
degrades right. our women totally. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you think over time that shit don't seep in? Picture right. this, because you know I just said this to my partner, and we go get to this at a later time, though, right? That is why no one's in love. We don't make love music no more. Motown was built on music to yeah. make you love your partner. Mm-hmm. Now all we got is fuck that bitch. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Even so, the bitch that you with. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying, though. So now all we got is that. So if we only got that, if your children don't see you in a loving relationship and all they have is music, a six-year-old to say it is in the first grade. Fuck that bitch. That ain't shit. Yep. That bitch ain't shit. What bitch Bitches ain't, ain't shit? shit? Bro, rap music was part of the mass destruction of black people, man. And we got our generation got caught in it, not knowing, bro, not understanding. Even if you take it back to African Bambada, right? He was a pervert ass nigga pedophile ass using pedophile. the music yeah. and the trust in the kids. So Every since they introduced to it, because hip hop turned 45, what, 46, August 11th uh, of, right. uh, of this year. You know what I'm saying? So the whole conception of hip hop has been based on that. It's been based on pedophilia and the destruction of the black community because even with them, they wasn't rapping about destroying the black community, but you're single handedly destroying the black community. You know what I'm saying? And now this is what it is. So you molesting little boys and you put them in the neighborhood and they so confused. They don't know that it's not they fought. It's this nasty, sick motherfuckers fought. And they turn into these murderous niggas who the OGs of the hood mm-hmm. now. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the OGs. You old niggas just in the way if you not letting these niggas know what's ahead of them. If you got out of jail doing 20, 30 years and you come back and you want to block back, bro, you deserve to be murdered. Like a young nigga should come through and knock your motherfucking head off because you not coming out telling them, listen, bro, they setting us up. I just did 30 years of my life for selling two bricks of cocaine and you riding around here with six bricks of cocaine, a gun, and an underage bitch in your car. They about to give you forever. But no, you like, toss me one of them to Get back on my feet mm-hmm. Help put your OG back on You niggas ain't old Original gangsters man You niggas is original suckers For letting these young niggas Do this If, if a young nigga If I come across paths With a young nigga Cause I try to keep Young niggas close But far away Because young niggas Are really stupid now You know what I'm yeah. saying And I tell niggas all the time If you get into it With a young nigga I am not advocating this I'm just telling the truth If you get into it With a young nigga And you In like the 32 To 40 range You're gonna have to Kill that young nigga On the spot Because that young nigga Don't know nothing else but to kill you So you're gonna If you if you at the liquor store And you get into it With a young nigga And he know remotely Maybe where you might Even be about to go You're gonna have to Lay him down Cause he's gonna come for you And he's gonna do Try to do something to you Cause that's what they think Knock a nigga down Slide Ride Ride What is you riding well, This is like what we saying This is the state <laughs> Of black people this though is Like who In their right mind <laughs> <laughs> right. would want to live around that if you don't have to. Exactly, bro. That's why when Trump said that shit about Baltimore, motherfuckers got all in their feelings. I'm like, where did have he Have you left? ever seen The Wire? Yeah, nigga? I'm like, have y'all niggas seen The Wire? Did like y'all that, think that, they that was, was bullshitting? Like, that's right. little yeah. Melvin story. Like, that shit's real. No, I actually met a, 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 a fellow podcaster from Baltimore, and I didn't want to mention The Wire. So I was like, so how is it out there? She was like, you know, good seafood. You ever seen The Wire? I'm like, yeah, she said, it's exactly like that. Even that, worse, yeah. to this day. She told this is three weeks ago. So it's like, okay, what are you upset that a white person saying it? Or are you upset? No, they that just said that Trump. That's what right, I'm saying. Everything you know Trump saying? say is the worst yeah, shit that you could possibly say. It's like, literally Trump derangement syndrome. Yeah, and, and if you don't go against Trump and you black, then something wrong with you. But like I told a motherfucker personally, single 
handedly. I've seen something that Donald Trump do employ more black people for the next 10 years than any other president I have ever seen. I don't got to discuss it, but I will. But when he put the tariffs on the shit, the plant, the engine plant in Mexico, uh, which is actually a Chrysler plant, the engine plant in Mexico is too expensive to get the engines over now. So that means every Chrysler engine plant in uh, America has to get that work. It can't come over. It's coming back. So, if you work at an engine plant for Chrysler and you talk about how you hate Trump, how? He just gave your bitch ass 10 more years to buy Jordans and to go fuck up your tax return yep. and your uh, profit sharing check. And y'all mad at that, but y'all love Obama? Like, I don't get that. You know what I'm Who saying? Was, <laughs> people don't even understand what the Trans-Pacific Partnership was going to do. People think NAFTA was bad. When Trump signed NAFTA and we lost all them jobs then, the Trans-Pacific Partnership, the TPP, would have decimated manufacturing. Yeah. Out of People there. don't understand that. Out of there. That's yeah, Detroit. That's, 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 that, yeah, that's, that's Ohio. That's, 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 that's the whole Midwest. Midwest. Yeah. That's the Midwest for sure that that's going to affect. And then y'all go wonder, and then, but y'all love this nigga because he black and his wife black and they write books. Because I don't love none of the presidents. I don't love none of that shit because my, politi- my political views are always going to be different because I'm not just going to buy into you being the first black president because you played the fucking saxophone on an Arsenio Hall show and got your dick sucked. That's how low you think of niggas entertainment and yeah. cheating on your wife. Like that yeah. makes you black. So and, and, uh, and he was no go ahead. I was gonna say he wasn't the first black president, which black people need to understand. It was John Hanson during the Articles of Confederation. He's the first black president under the Constitution of the United States. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but even with uh, so the biggest, I think the biggest voter issue like this term coming around would be reparations, right? For black people, right? And I feel like that's well, you know, the gays just got reparations in a sense for uh, they 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 working something out that if you yeah. gay and you well, yeah, but see, they just they, see, that's but that, a but they putting word. the word yeah, reparations they, on that, but well, no, they putting the word reparations in the headlines that you read. Yeah, yeah, right? that's what I'm saying. reparations oh. is uh, when you you getting money money for a wrong that's been done. You nobody did nothing wrong to you by not allowing gay marriage. Gay marriage wasn't allowed only because back when the Constitution was written, it wasn't such an influx of gay. It was so taboo to be gay that nobody even knows. Gay, gay marriage is not a state married. issue anyway. That's yeah. a religious. That's, that's a religious yeah, that's, church that's issue. Me. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. That's, that, I don't care about that. I mean, I'm uh, I, I'm uh, I'm a polygamist. I, I do polyamory and polygamy because I'm more. I will marry two women. Gays never spoke up for that issue. So they don't gay, speak so, up for nothing that don't affect gay people. Yeah. If you when when a black man get murdered by the police, the LGBT, whatever the fuck they are, they don't step up for that. It, it, but they will step up. If a black man get hurt at a rally for the uh, the black man who got killed by the police, if the if if a if a, if a homosexual black man was hurt there, but they, the the issue is never was going on. They don't step up for nobody. Nobody steps up for black people when black people jump in. Everybody fights. We jump in. Everybody. I've seen fight. so many black people caring about all of this. The kids uh, at the yeah, border. It's yeah. like where they supposed do, to go? What do you what do? What do motherfuckers think? <laughs> My question is, what do people think? Like if if you in the car with your kid and you you drunk, you get caught drunk driving. Right. They go to the fucking jail. The kid don't go to jail with your motherfucking right. ass. They go so to if the, the law uh, works fine house? for citizens, why should non-citizens be above the law? Y'all breaking the law. It's a motherfucking law. Yes, yes. You know that's right, right. If I'm here illegally, I should know that this 
I am eventually going to get caught. People, they're having these kids because they think the kids will keep them here. Yeah. It's a term called anchor baby that people think that is offensive or whatever, but that's what's happening. If your child is born in the United States, your child is now a United States citizen, and they Which they need to take that bullshit. Right, and you know what that don't happen at? That don't happen in Japan. If you're American and you have a baby in Japan, that baby is American, and when you leave, and if we put you out, we're putting I that baby out. I think we're the only country that got of birth course we are. And the thing is, they, they perverting the 14th Amendment, which was strictly meant for the descendants of, of, of slaves, slaves, right? which is, that's us. They distorting that, perverting the meaning of that, and making it fit the narrative of, of the Everybody anchor else. But the thing is, I want the blame to go to the negligent parents, so-called parents, or whatever, right. family members, who making this journey, bringing these kids with them. Like, why aren't they looked at as irresponsible? Yeah, we, I'm going to break it down like this, right? So, so niggas can understand it, right? If we got a weight house pumping, but this weight house just happened to be my home, but we selling bricks out that bitch. We ain't selling nothing under a big eight out this house. My kids live there. My wife live there. When the police come and take this motherfucker off the map, my kids are going to a detention center. Yes, my yeah. wife is going to the penitentiary mm-hmm. and I'm going to yeah, the penitentiary because I broke the law. Okay, now my brother, who's a citizen, can fight for my kids. But if he go down there in that day, they're not just going to give it to no, him. It's a process. It's a process. To make sure that I even know yeah, these motherfucking sure your, kids. Yeah. Right. Whose kids are these? Because we're in a sex trafficking world, and Texas is by the border. Detroit is by the border. Motherfucker, California is by the border. A motherfucker could be bringing these kids over sex trafficking them. You think that just everybody's coming is an honest to God motherfucker who's going to tell you? Motherfuckers don't got no birth certificates. They ain't got no ID. Yeah. We don't know who the fuck nobody is. And this is just not exclusive to Mexicans. This is exclusive to all illegal immigrants. We don't know who the fuck y'all are. We supposed to? They supposed to just, just walk take your up? Word for yeah. It. And so where are they going when they get here? If somebody just lets them pass through, where are they going? Where did you? What map do you have to know where the fuck you're going? You How are for one? <laughs> For one, a lot of these motherfuckers pay anywhere from five to nine thousand dollars to get over to here. get over here, right? How many motherfuckers y'all know just got nine nine racks right yeah. quick? So what's going on so bad in your country? Because as far as I know, it ain't no wars going on right. in South America and in Guatemala or in Mexico. So what is the asylum part of it? And like, then, right, because the wars that's going on mainly would actually be. Uh, Drug cartel to drug cartel, yeah. and that's not legal anyway. No, that's and that's, that's clean up y'all own shit. Right. Let's yeah. get y'all own house in order. Oh yeah. Know? Okay. We we got we still got time though. But what I wanted to talk about was reparations. I want your take on that. Oh man, I definitely think black people are owed a debt. Yeah. Um. HR forty doesn't go far enough because HR forty is just a study yeah. of it. The study should have been going on. This like if you listen to Marianne Williamson. I think her number is low, but she does seem to have put genuine interest in the topic. And she came with a number. She at least came with a number. But um, the problem would be the logistics of it. How would you be able to prove it? Uh, we pro- uh, So I got two things I'm going to say. The proof, right? So the proof will usually, for this instance, be in the U.S. Census, right? Because even though the records at one point, uh, blacks are counted as property, right? Because I've seen the census all the way, probably the probably like early 1700s. So I so at one point you're not listed by nothing but uh, Negro children ages zero to five. Mm-hmm. I have nine of them. 
like that. So that count as property. But then it go into uh, this because this is where people uh, get their names from, right? So it had named the slave owner, and then it had started naming black people, right, by by name, and it'll have a check like what they do, field hand, where they live, uh, wherever we at, lot, whatever. So if we was on the same plantation, no, we we not family, but we on the same plantation. But you live in lot two, I live in lot three, so that's a lot of the addresses. So some of the but, you know, they'll start getting rid of them records, by the way. But the U.S. Census, I think the problem people think is that the government should foot the whole bill. I don't believe that. This is what I believe. Right. And any political person who want to do reparations, press record and steal this from me. The government is partly due because that was government shit us getting over here. But the bigger picture is that companies that directly benefited from slavery shall also have to pay into this reparations. So what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. Edna, you ever heard of Edna Insurance? Yeah. Edna Insurance made their money when at inception insuring people's slaves. So if your slave died, Edna paid you. If your slave ran away, Edna paid the slave catchers. They directly they they directly benefited. Aetna is still around today, mm-hmm. right? So they should have to pay that. Haynes. Haynes is a cotton company. Cotton, we would know that cotton, nothing boomed like cotton, right? So Haynes should have to pay into that. Tobacco. You know what I'm saying? All along the Mississippi River was the best tobacco. So uh, Philip Morris or whatever they call it, whatever they switching their names and shit to, directly benefited. This is how we get what the term old money in the United States. Well, now that old money got to start paying up for them old slaves that didn't get paid. And we can... So we know y'all family was on the cotton plantation in Mississippi, right? We can trace where that cotton was sold because they had to keep records. So, oh, it ended up at the Haynes Company. It don't matter how many hands it went to. If it ended up at your company, you directly benefited, right? That I mean, cotton's so, still well, booming today. Well, the government need to figure that out. That's but, what I'm saying, um, though, because people like, all oh, the government. Yeah. No, not just the government. It is the These government. companies also. It is you the government, what I'm though, because as soon as the government said slavery was illegal— it was illegal. Yeah. So they're responsible for it. If they want to go that route, then I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get it how y'all get it, but we do a debt that yeah. we never got. You know what and, I'm saying? And I want it in the form of a check just like everybody yeah, else. Yeah, just like fuck everybody. Fuck all that I want education. it in the form of a check and in government programs because if we don't get this, we're done, bro. Yeah. We're done. The average black family is worth $200 liquid. Yeah. You and know by what liquid, that means cash you can grab. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Black, the average black woman is worth $5 yeah. liquid. We don't understand that if this trend continues by 2050, I think they said, we'll be ha- we'll have negative wealth. Right. And, and negative and, wealth and, comes from because your home isn't owned until it's paid for. Credit so that, card debt. Credit card debt. Right. debt. You know, so we'll, we'll have negative wealth by 2050. And and we already, we started off at a disadvantage. You know what I'm saying? Other races, other white people, they were given a hand up. When you look at uh, what happened with the sh- with the uh, with the farmers, yeah, you with know the what land, saying? they got yeah. actual the land. land. You know, so if we don't have anything to start with to fuck with, then we're we're done, bro. Out Especially with this influx of of illegal Mexicans coming in. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Because they're gonna start taking all the. They already done hijacked the civil rights movement for the gays and and, for the, and, and people and, and of color. Mexican, yeah, yeah, people of color. <laughs> yeah. Well, not Mexicans though, because I'm about to put you up on some game. Mexicans Mexicans had their own movement. It's very heavy in Dallas. I forgot what the movement was called. And basically, they they outlined it like this. We're not Afri- we're not black people's allies because we want to identify as Anglo's. 
right? So a lot of people was thinking that stuff was happening in Dallas was the Ku Klux Klan and shit. And, you know, they taking credit for it because that's what white people like to do, take credit for when they something they like. But it came out that a lot of these bombings and housing developments that was getting burned down were actual Mexicans, bro. And they were saying, we don't want to be allies with them because we want to be Anglo. And that's a whole movement. They said, do not include us in civil rights. Well, yeah, I know what you're talking about. But what's dope is, is uh, what, what, another thing is where niggas go wrong is they fighting for equality, man. And we superior And until you think of that Until you look at it from the, Why are we fighting To be equal to somebody That we superior then bro We superior Math The universal language Came from Africa Everything came from Motherfucking Africa If you black And you don't know Every time you add Something up That that came from Africa Because Egypt is in Africa No matter what they try To tell you And the way they try To look, make it look Egypt is in Africa It ain't no such thing As the Middle East All of this shit Really is Africa You know no, what I'm well, saying All of this shit Is African and Asia Because the Middle East Is broken up Of countries that used to be that was all Asia. It was Africa and Asia, and then they just the Middle East come from that. So them countries. Over but I'm here, saying it's African shit though. You know what I'm saying? Like people just if you want to be equal and fight for equal rights, that's why you keep losing the battle because you're superior. And until you walk around king, queen, feeling like that, like don't just talk that shit, live that shit. So if that's I'm all a, niggas do is talk. Yeah, because if you a king. Then you not equal to these other motherfuckers. If you a queen, you not equal to these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? But before we get up out of here, D Win, you got a project that you want to talk about real quick. Give us the rundown on your project, brother, because the, the conversation went kind of it, it went where I kind of thought it was gonna go. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? But break down your project and where people could get it. Well, basically, uh, I'm a producer slash DJ artist. Uh, I got a a new project called Out of This World. Um, it's basically like Detroit techno, you know, with the Detroit techno house realm. And uh, it's like 15 songs. You can get it on iTunes. Also, you can go to songbirdrecordingsllc.com to uh, purchase it. Um, basically, uh, you know, I've been doing music, you know, for a while, like, you know, over 10 years. And um, basically... Uh, I learned how to DJ through Eddie Folks, one of the uh, one of the uh, kind of one of the founding uh, guys of Detroit techno and house music, and so I, you know, I'm I'm basically uh, trying to still push it, trying to get it on vinyl right now. Right, yeah, yeah, vinyl so big. I, so yeah. a lot of the DJs right now, you know, they really kind of pushing me to do that, you know, so. Alright, cool. So it's Out of This World could be found on the streaming platforms. And how can people get in contact with y'all over the, uh, in the, uh, uh, Facebook, yeah, you can go IG? To, yeah, you can go to Facebook, IG, Twitter, DWinLoke, you know, on Spell that uh, out, spell that out. D-W-I-N-L-O-K. Okay, and how can people get at you, D-Gun? They can't. <laughs> 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 hey, AJ, if somebody wants to get at you, how could they get at you? Uh, Instagram and Twitter slash TCE pod. Instagram and Twitter slash TCE pod. What if they want to advertise on the show? Uh, PR at TCOHH.org. PR at TCOHH.org. I'm SJ. I'm AJ. I want for my brother what, what I, I want, want for myself. myself.